Episode 17, people. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. It's a lot going on this week. A lot of news came out uh, the past week, for real, for real, man. But, uh, you know, I'm going to take it personal real quick because I, I do think people need to understand we're human beings. We're not machines. We're not robots. Uh, me and G had a childhood friend we knew growing up. Passed away, unfortunately, last week. Uh, so I just want to ask the guys, man, like mentally, are y'all good? Like where, where, where are y'all at mental health wise? And, you know, I just rather, I know y'all going to be candid and honest, but for the people who watch this and listen to this, I want y'all to understand that when we talk about mental health, like, I mean, it in a sincerest way that like, I care about my guys and I don't want them to feel like they got to hold anything back. I don't want them to feel like they can't be themselves on this podcast. Because the number one thing that I would I would never forgive myself for is if I didn't check on somebody the way they check on me. So with that, I open the floor to ask you guys, like, you know, how are y'all doing mentally, man? Uh, mentally, actually, right now, I'm in my clear state. Like I was telling you the other day, I really felt like I had a, um, I had a nice revelation the other day. And I woke, I woke up to a lot of stuff. So I'm in a very clear state of mind right now. I'm actually at peace with myself and I'm getting back to who I was and or who I was becoming at the time. And I'm I'm really proud of myself. I had a lot of growth this year. And once you once you understand that, you know, life ain't perfect and things are gonna happen regardless, you just you learn that you can control your anger and feeling of despair. And when you figure that shit out, every day is a good day. So yeah, my mental health is I'm pretty good right now. Thanks to y'all, too, at the same time. For those who... For those who know me, you know, <clears throat> recently, a couple of months ago, you know, I lost my father. Complications, uh, kidney disease. And, you know, when you grow up with someone that's your... For lack of a better term, your right-hand man. Anything you did right there to lose that person, you lose the thought of support. So, my mental health right now is not detrimental, but it's not at its greatest point. You know, you have your days, days where. I get emotional thinking about past history, images, memories. Then there's days where one of the greatest people to be around. So I choose to find ways of not ignoring it, but handling it in moderation. You don't want to go all in and handle it drive yourself insane You're trying to find the answer to your mental problems. You handle it in moderation. I handle it bit by bit. So my process now is keeping busy, heavily involved in that work, heavily involved in the podcast, and getting into projects and learning 
how to fill that void within yourself. So right now, definitely in a better, better, better space than I was before. But it's definitely progress. Beautiful. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel you on that. Um, Cause you know, pro- progress is all we ask for, man. And um, you know, both of you guys have lost a parent, so I can't, I can't imagine how either of y'all feel. You know, I ain't at that point in my life yet where that's happened for me. So as always, I'm gonna pray for y'all and pray for y'all strength to always get through that, no matter how much you think about it, how much you try not to think about it, and the fact that y'all gotta, I don't want to sound insensitive to anybody, but you know, that's something you got to wear on your shoulders the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So I can't, I can't imagine that right now. I definitely can't, man. Um, I I would say mentally I'm cool. You know, I had a, I got a lot of good news that's going on right now with things that have happened. Um, Officially being a college graduate now, as of today, basically. There's so there's that. So 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 mentally, you know, I got good news that made me feel like, you know, tears of joy flowed. I cried about it. I prayed about it. You know, cool. Got accepted into the bachelor's program, and that shit is scholarship and good. I was telling G about it the other day, you know. So I'm I'm mentally a lot better than I have been putting on a show for stream and stuff like that. I even took a break this weekend to not stream because I just needed a mental break. I needed to. Like G said, I had to get back to myself. I have to, I had to refine myself, get my purpose back, and just get back on my two feet and feel like Paul, I was me again. Paul, not yourself though. You don't want to get back to yourself. You want to get back to who you were becoming. You just lost sight of who you were becoming. That's all it is. You got to get back on track to who you were trying to be. You don't want to go I back to who you were before. You don't want to go back to who you were before. You want to get back on track to who you were becoming before. You were derailed for just a little amount of time, you know. Now you're getting back in your element, and you, you know, you're getting back on track, and you're going up again. Nah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. Bloody yes, accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I think I think I'm gonna do that more often too when it comes to the pod. Just mental health check-ins matter, man. Like it is. This wasn't so, even on our list to do for the podcast, but this is all just off top of the head. I just think that as as black men, like we we don't we usually get clowned for our emotions or trying to speak out about certain situations, and we never really have a place to go vent about our frustrations, about what bothers us in life, and how we feel about situations. You know what I mean? And Amen. I'd I'd rather it I'd rather create a safe space potentially for multiple young men growing up older men who listen to us or anybody that you know the three of us share this this uh platform to i just want everybody that hears our voice to understand like it's okay to have emotions it's okay to not be okay and find the people that you can talk to when you don't feel okay like I, it even if i ain't talked to you in years if you feel like i'm the person to talk to just reach out and you know hopefully Hopefully everybody who's seeking that help gets it because you never want to be too late, man. Mm, that's a mouthful that's genu- right there. That's that's genuinely how I feel. 
Yeah, Wayne Wayne said don't don't uh <laughs> you don't want that late text that I think I'm late text. I, I that applies to mental health too. It don't just apply to pregnancy, it applies to mental health. So take that for what y'all will. Um but let's get let's get back to business though. Uh, the show came out Tuesday for this was Game Pass. I I like it. I'm not mad at the game. I definitely think it could be better. But like, I don't, I don't like how the. <laughs> this is probably a tit for tat shit here. But I don't like how the main menu look. In past years, the main it menu like was so. It's old school yeah. looking now. The main menu was so elite in previous years, especially when you go, you come from twenty to twenty one. Like the the main menu doesn't feel as immersive as in past years. It's just so blank. It's like they just gave it to us, like like an old WWE two K game or some shit. Like I don't, I don't like that. Um. I think the I don't okay, the show itself or role to the show. I don't like how they force you to be a two way player. I don't like that. Yeah, I think they sh- I think they should have let you still pick how you want to be, and they forced it on you. Like I get it, Shinjiro Otani for the Angels is doing his thing, being a pitcher and a I think he's an outfielder. Maybe I don't remember, but. <laughs> What what y'all think about it, man? I, I got a lot to say about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all go first. I mean, you you do get the option after a couple of games in to decide whether you want to stay a two way or you want to stick to your position. But I don't like how the I guess the special ability that they incorporate with each one and how they group them per position is what I don't like because. Certain attributes is, is sacrificed tremendously just to pinpoint this one little thing. Then you get these mods that you add to it that it gives you maybe a 10-point boost. So it's like the ratios don't work for me compared to 20. I shouldn't be a speedster and only have a 58 speed. When in 20, you started off, if I'm not mistaken, 70 and 75. Yeah, the archetypes, the archetypes themselves like that. Like, I like the idea to have like a a set loadout, but it's like a downgrade from last year. When you look at how you could pick whether you want to be a slugger, whether you wanted to kind of like be, uh, what do they call that? Not a switchblade, but like a utility player. I think it's weird that it's a loadout instead of just you pick what kind of player you want to be. That, that, that kind of deterred me a little bit. Boy. I like it. I like how detailed the player creation is. I like the loadout screen. It's designed because you know you can be a two-way player now. So after every game, you can switch your loadout because it wouldn't work if after every game you had to back out and we just alter all of your um, attributes and everything to go from hitter to pitcher, you know? So I like though, it makes sense. I understand. And as far as the show as a whole, I wasn't expecting much anyway. I'm just happy that for one, it was free. And for two, it's on next gen. Um, I wasn't expecting much anyway. I was expecting pretty much um, an upgrade over MLB 20, which it is in every aspect, it is an upgrade. And it does look beautiful, like always. So it has, when you play the game, like you can't lie, when you're just playing the game of baseball, the gameplay and presentation is on par. You can't argue about that. 
But I do see what y'all are saying. I think the lack of immersion on the main menu, uh, keep is definitely a nitpick. But um, as far as road to the show goes, it's it's exactly what I thought it would be. Now you just skip the college part. Um, I think that they're building something. Like this is like bare bones. Like this is the first. You know, this is the equivalent to Madden State of the franchise. Like the very first year, you know, this is laying the foundation for what's coming with Road to the Show. So I, I think it'll get better over time. But I do see what y'all are saying. Another thing, look, I think the reason you're so slow is because, you know, you're in double A. They don't want you to be too OD. I think they want people to really grind their career. Okay. Out. Okay. And I, and I would be fine with that if they didn't have motherfuckers throwing 110 miles an hour in double A. No you like gotta balance prodigy, it somewhere. You might just be that prodigy with everybody going 110. No, 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 no. I have consistent pitches throwing 100 miles an hour. And I'm yeah, there's, there's no reason. Point two points every game, and they throwing 110 <laughs> miles an hour. It's not gonna happen. There's no balance. There, there is no, no reason to roll this Chapman is fucking playing double A, basically. I, I, I do agree with that. Hey, uh, I do think that 55 mile power change up, though, man, that'll knock your boots off. Bro, the oh, off speed pitch has been crazy this season, boy. Tasmanian devil at the plate when you spend it on a change up. Ellie, you're a 58 throwing that? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so wrong, bro. Ellie got a million. Why does it have such an amazing break on it? Like, it drops right at the plate, bro. Like, are you serious? Yeah, why are these guys not spoken about it in real life? We're talking about a a level 58 in the show throwing 110 and a 60 mile an hour changeup. Why is he not in the pro? (laughs) Because he's a 58. Because he's a 58. He can't. He can't. He got a. He got a. He got a crazy fastball, but he can't throw no strikeouts. Like he'll pop you out. He'll ground you out, but he can't strike you out. This is Mark Wahlberg joining the team and being one of the leaders in the league. No, like nah. Don't miss me with that. Nah, y'all got to fix this That's the thing, but like he gonna he gonna strike you out. Hey, you looking like a dumb dumb. But oh, ultimately, I, I think the game is good as far as the gameplay goes. As far as baseball, if you love to play baseball, you're going to love the game because it's Agreed. clean. Like, it's the best gameplay of any sport, and mostly because it's slower. So I will say that. Like, it has the best gameplay. It looks the most like TV than any other sports video games to me, and I obviously understand because the game is slower. But still, you can't take that away from them. Yeah, I like. It. I definitely. I like the game patchwork too. Patchwork is necessary. That's yeah. yeah every game, work. every game need that. I I I do agree with you. I think the game is very fun. Um, solid nine out of ten for me. Uh, I just think that you know it's a first year on Xbox, so they probably took some features out. Obviously, we already knew that cross save was gone. We knew that you wouldn't be able to progress from your twenty player to twenty one and bring them back. So you're kind of restarting the cycle now in a new decade, in a sense. So I, I'm not mad about that, though. I do think there are some minor hiccups with the servers, but it's obviously the first week the game is officially out in full for people. Um, I do love how Diamond Dynasty has programs now. I like, I mean, I probably had it last year, but I didn't play a lot last year. Um, I do like, I, I like how the programs for the cards and stuff are set up. I'm actually more immersed in Diamond Dynasty this year than I ever have been compared to the previous six years of playing the game. So I, I love the game. I play it every single day. I make sure I get on and, you know, sell my cars, do my exchanges. Um, I definitely think 
the game has promised to grow on the Microsoft brand that is Xbox. So it'll mm-hmm. it'll be seeing, you know, how it can make its way to be in a prominent baseball and sports game on the Xbox consoles. Uh, speaking about Microsoft, uh, left brought up a great point that as of Wednesday, April 21st, Microsoft is now free to play for all online games. That mean games like Fortnite, Warzone, Apex, uh, Smite, anything that's free to play. Warframe is now free to play. You no longer need Xbox Gold to play. That's a win. If it is, but this, I feel like that should have happened like maybe five years ago. I don't know why it took them so long. I think because now there's enough free to play games that they can justify doing it. Like, not that there's enough, but they're played enough. Like, Fortnite is at like a ridiculous level. So it's Apex, so it's Smite, you know. So now all these games have enough following that they can justify, you know, um, having it free online rather than having to pay because they can justify why you shouldn't have to pay because they're going to make their money regardless with the microtransactions and stuff like that. So I think that's a huge win. That's a good point. I think that's a huge win. I like that. Fully invested in the pod today. I have nothing else going on. <laughs> We make more money in game while pay make them pay. Yeah, they get it for free. That means more people gonna get it for free, make more money off the micro. Yeah, because speaking from the so left, you play Apex, obviously. Uh I don't play battle royals at all. I've played them, I've tried them, they're okay. I'm not a battle royal fan, so this is not me bashing them because some of y'all think I'll be bashing it. I'm not uh I, I agree with the microtransaction piece because even Smite has them. Uh, where you can buy gems to buy skins for characters, voice packs and things of that nature. So I definitely think it's a win-win, especially for the fact that the Apex community is huge. Uh, The Smite community is small in a sense compared to it because it's a MOBA and it's more of a free-to-play PC game than it ever was for console, even though it's a free download anyway. But now that it's free-to-play on Xbox and this is a game that you can play with your friends across Nintendo Switch, PC, and Xbox... I don't think PS4 has crossplay yet. I'm, I might be wrong about that, but now that you can play with your friends from anywhere, and even with the X Cloud situation, I think that's really dope. So I think Microsoft is finally understanding how to get certain things in gaming right. Uh, even with them moving the needle with this whole Nintendo uh, announcement, they're planning to bring out. They're they're plotting something with Nintendo, and nobody knows what the fuck it is. They already have, I think, achievements on the Switch, but now they're plotting for something to come out in the next couple of months. Do y'all got any idea what Xbox and Nintendo could come out with together? Um, uh, no, I am lost completely. I would have to think about it. Um, <laughs> what you say, Left? <laughs> Resident Evil. You know, it leaked. The entire Resident Evil 8 leaked. I have That's not so looked for the leaks lame. though. That's so lame. It's this is That's the world we live in, man. That's the whole point. <laughs> That's why it's important to plan through it now. I mean, I haven't I haven't went and looked for the leaks. I don't plan to. I don't really play Resident Evil like that at all. I love the movies though. I love the franchise. Let's yeah, I love the franchise. But um I definitely think you know, for the people who want to play Resident Evil Village, it comes out May 7th. Uh, so about two weeks from now. So be extremely careful when you can. Please, please, please 
be careful in looking for news about Resident Evil Village because it has leaked. So if you don't want, you know, Lady Demis, whatever her fucking name is, <laughs> uh, to stomp on you too early, then, you know, don't go looking for fish you can't uh, cook, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we got there is fish that you can't cook, though. That does make sense. There's certain fish that you can't cook, so you can you can you can run with that one. You know what's funny? Like I didn't even think it was gonna work, but you know what? Since you said it's approved, I'm gonna let it run. Fuck it, I'm with that. Uh battle. Do anybody do? Does anybody still play Battlefield? Like I, I'm not a Battlefield person. I'm not really uh, a the last one I played was uh, played a little bit of five. Mm. Okay, so that yeah, I mean Battlefield Six is supposed to be revealed at the virtual E3 this year, uh, but Battlefield's coming to mobile now. So hey, you know if you're a mobile phone player and you want to stream from your phone and get all the equipment and shit for that, I am the wrong person to ask. Hit YouTube, but Battlefield <laughs> is going mobile. <laughs> uh, and her name is pronounced Demetrius with the U being silent. Okay, I just learned how to pronounce her name, so I don't feel bad anymore. Uh, but Battlefield goes mobile, I guess, to match COD Mobile because COD Mobile is a big deal. People stream it, play it, get money for it, all of that crazy shit. Why wasn't this around like five years ago when we cared about COD Mobile and Clan Ops and shit? But, you know, yeah. whatever. Everything going mobile, man. Hey, you know, Microsoft just let xCloud go to uh, beta testing on uh, iOS and Android. So people are now playing Skyrim on their phones in bed while chilling. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of cool. I wonder if it's uh, all Game Pass games that go to the X Cloud though, because you know GTA Five just made it back to Game Pass. So imagine doing GTA from your bed on your phone. It would be smart to do that. I might gotta go look into that right quick. That that'll, that'll be that'll be different. But um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, the beta arrived this week. Uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers can play Xbox games through Edge, Chrome, or Safari. More than 100 games are available. Uh, I don't know what 100 games they are. I just know Skyrim is one of them. Uh, So it's now available for Apple. It's on it's on uh iOS. It's a beta right now. It's not fully out. It's a beta that is for Windows 10 PC or an Apple mobile device with iOS 14 plus on Google Chrome, Safari, Microsoft Edge version 87 or greater. You can pair your controller to your PC via Bluetooth or USB. And there is a way to comp- uh pair your controller to your phone too. I don't know how to do it. I know kids out there know how to. Um, I just don't know if it's every single Game Pass game, and that's what I'm trying to confirm. But it says you got to have a Game Pass app, so it's looking like you can. I think you got to have Game Pass Ultimate to do it. Okay, so there's a specific cloud-enabled uh, feature with cloud-enabled games. Um, What's your uh, highest card? Not the nine story now. 95 Mike Trout. Oh, I know you like that. Yeah, I put that, I put it in the chat. Uh, so I had G made a good point. It was like, you know, because we'd have to pay for the game. Hey, you know, what uh why we just don't 
uh, what's it called? Why we just don't spend that money we would have spent on the game on uh, packs. So it cost 75000 to get 50 packs. So I just copped uh, 75000 pa- $75, and got some packs. I have drawn, I've drawn a Kirby Yates closing pitcher. I've drawn two Ronald Acuna Juniors uh, center field at 90 and Aaron Judge at 89. But my first major one was that 95 overall Mike Trout. So my outfield ridiculous. Like I got Acuna playing left field in Diamond Dynasty. But infielders, I'm struggling to get the diamond so far. Andrew Clemente on my first one. You know they give you a free Clemente card? That's the craziest thing to me, though. I think it's like an 80 overall, though. It's not like a high one. Keep the other one, though. Nah, 89. Oh, yeah, so you drew a different one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't even gotten a diamond dynasty. I'm going to wait till my player get nice in <laughs> my second basement. So I ain't yeah, because my dude is 60 overall in diamond dynasty. I'm just like, fuck. That sucks, man. Um, So looking looking at this filter to look at cloud-enabled games, uh, GTA 5 is there. So is MLB The Show for Xbox One. So if you are part of the beta, you could play an MLB The Show in your bed, on your phone. Outriders too. Wow, that's that's dope. Okay, that's that's different. Microsoft, that's different. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't expect that. And that's the X Cloud app. Uh, so you have to have the Game Pass app on your phone, and the system itself is called X Cloud because it's the cloud gaming thing. Um. Excuse me. So when you have the X Cloud uh, beta and you have the mobile device with the Game Pass, you can play it from your phone, I guess. I don't know how to, all the details work. It's probably a YouTube video somewhere that explains it. But that's that's a that's a big move. You know, PlayStation kind of been had that. So, I mean, I think that's a good move for gaming in general, to be honest. I don't know much about it. I haven't really looked into it as much. So... I don't even know um, anything about it. I'm trying to look now to catch up with what y'all talking about. Oh, since we talked about mental health earlier. Uh, rest in peace to Shock G, man. Humpty fucking hump, dog. That's some crazy shit there, man. Um, DMX and Black Rob got the nod from us last week to, you know, uh, rest in power. And now Shock G uh, passed away a couple of days ago. And most people don't know that you wouldn't have Tupac if it wasn't for Shock G. So definitely uh, hope that that brother rests in power and everybody does the Humpty Dance one time this week just for uh, Shock G. <laughs> oh my God, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, play, I'm playing I get around all fucking week, once a day. I don't care. Listen, I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, bro. I'm doing what I can. Did anybody watch UFC last night? Yeah, or did no, anybody at least see the clips? The clip your man. Boy, listen, 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 listen to me when I say this, bro. Two knockouts back to back in the last two title fights. Every title fight had a a, a early ending, bro. That's what you paid to come see. That's bro. This nigga Usman knocked this man clean out. The sweat really flew off this man braids and face like it was no tomorrow. And then Thug Rose kicked oh the shit out of Zhang. Oh my God, bro. Zhang got her face taken off. Lyman, 
Yeah, dude. The same, bro. You know what's so crazy? And somebody on Twitter said this: the same exact situation with Anderson Silva is the irony because Chris Weidman was who he broke his leg against. Same leg, same kick, same place. That is, yeah. Prayers of Chris Weidman, bro. That that <coughs> shit was gruesome. Made my stomach hurt. Oh. Uh, and, and and you know what's even crazier. And this might be gruesome for some of y'all. Like the fact that he didn't feel it at first because of adrenaline and tried to put his foot back. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit pop. just I heard all that. Oh, that shit just buckled. Oh, praise Chris Wyman, dog. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that's 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 a bad way. That's a bad way to go off. That's the only thing about them leg kick, man. When somebody really check you, like when they perfectly time that check. Bro, but you know what's end. crazy? Uriah Hall didn't even do much. He just he just stood firm. And yeah, this nigga it, was just a bad, it was just a bad angle. I guess they yeah, I mean, was, that man. Bro, he kicked that man right in his knee, and that shit just snapped. Oh. And it was just that kick, you know that kick had some force behind it too. That bad angle masterful took. Yo, my but the cleanest thing about that knockout that I love and I think people are underrating, Usman knocked his hand out the way first with the left hand when he faked the jab. And then he just went to town with that right hook and just sent that man to the shadow realm. I ain't gonna come for Usman. I used to I used to I used to uh give him a hard time, but I ain't gonna come for Usman no more. I'm gonna let him live now because he out here knocking everybody the fuck out. Hey, listen, oh, yeah. and you know what? <laughs> He's not just knocking niggas out. He's knocking out Trump supporters. <laughs> Kobe Covington cleaned him. Masvidal cleaned him. Hey. I like Masvidal's swagger. I like I like Masvidal's swagger, but listen, man. I... What's these moves to say? Ice up, Sime? Yeah, that's what he need to do. I know one thing. Hurting. Dylan Donis better stop teasing Jake Paul for his ass knocked out, too. Hey, you seen DC go to that man? Hey, DC crazy. Cormier, all you motherfuckers keep testing that boy. He'll knock him clean out one by one. Oh, knock him out. Right. Bruh, that shit was nuts, man. Uh, Might have to to start taking that kid serious. Everybody wants to talk about, oh, he got to fight a real boxer, but... If these niggas is throwing challenges at me for millions of dollars, why would I have to confine to do anything else but this? It's funny you say that. He just put out a post uh, condemning Dana White for the fact that he doesn't pay his fighters. He uh, he openly said that, you know, I've made more in three fights than any other UFC fighter has made in UFC history. Yeah, you you guys gave Ben Askren wow. a UFC a UFC camp. You gave him a UFC camp, number one. And then he still got knocked out by me. This is Jake Paul saying this, right? So, like... <laughs> I'm gonna read and this verbatim. Still made though. more money than he made in US, bro. In I'm, I'm gonna see this fight. verbatim. He said, "Dana, you claim you would bet one million on me losing. You set up asking to train with Freddie Roach, gave him full access to the UFC PI, and he still got his ass handed to him. Seems like you're the real douche, not Ariel Helwani, the reporter for the UFC. See, uh, in my third fight, I made more in total pay than any fighter in UFC history. Maybe it's time you pay your fighters their fair share." No wonder they all want to get into boxing. You say you make the fights people want to see, so make John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is the new heavyweight champion. He knocked out Stipe Miocic. Uh, 
It says pay them their fair share, 10 million purse for each guy plus pay-per-view. Why are UFC fighters so underpaid compared to boxers? Why did I make more in my third fight than all but two, being Khabib, Numer Getoff, and Conor McGregor have in history? So Jake Paul is challenging Dana White to pay people more, get the, I guess, get a fighters union going if they don't have one. I haven't kept up with UFC in recent years like normal because it's kind of got boring to me. But I think it's picking back up to a point where I want to watch it again. Because Adesanya, Usman, Nganu, uh, Jan Blackowicz, even the women are going to bat, bro. So I, I think UFC is in a good spot, but I do agree, like, the fighters should get more pay for how they're not only putting their bodies on the line, but, like, we don't really talk about CTE enough. Not just here, but as a whole. You know, movies have come out now. Players in the NFL have been diagnosed with it and passed away from it or committed suicide because of the side effects of CTE. You know, Chris Benoit did what he did on that fateful day because of how damaged his brain was. So it's like, I agree with Jake Paul to a a certain point about paying the fighters, especially because like they're doing more than just boxing and taking punches to the face. They getting their legs broken. They getting ribs cracked. You get punched in your damn chest and your heart stopped going. Like they they putting their lives on the line, man. I think you got to pay people what they worth. Mm-hmm. So I'm with them to that extent. Pay them more. They I'm with them on that point. WWE. That's just falling through. Hey, they still made $265 million without live events in the first quarter of this year alone. And they cutting niggas left and right. And then speaking of running the WWE, Ronda Rousey pregnant finally. She's happy about that. So congrats to Ronda and Travis Brown. Uh, hopefully your baby's healthy when it comes in September. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. We just brought up the NFL, but I'm a, that's a lot to talk about. I, I kind of, why do we not talk about the NBA as much? Is it just like a lack of news? A lack of interesting news? Like what is it about the NBA compared to the NFL that just like we don't bring it up as much? All the stars are hurt. All the stars are hurt. And we all don't the stars put all the stars. <laughs> all the stars are hurt. And we don't put enough, <laughs> and we don't put enough spotlight on the, um, the role players. Oh. That's very true. You know, uh, we don't talk about the role players enough. That's true, though, active, because... Uh, only active superstars out here tweeting <laughs> <focused> <laughs> Playing basketball because you know winning the championship don't do much. Oh boy! You know that that makes me think. Do you think that KD will ever go on undisputed and talk to Shannon after one like at the season ends when it ends? At some point. At some point. Because they went at it on Twitter the other day, and I'm just like, yo, y'all need to sit down and talk. This would be fucking. But it's and it's not, and and I listen to both sides. KD just does shit just to. He's the attention seeker. Like if the attention's not on me, he's stomping his feet for me. He's gonna start mm-hmm. a fire so everybody can pay attention to me. He's an annoying little cousin that you have the family barbecue that just always gets into some shit just so the family can pay attention to them and not you. It, it, it gets annoying after That's a while. That's a good analogy. It's like, bro, you're killing Russell Westbrook that you played with for almost ten years. Got to an NBA Finals with was your second best player on your team. You could get him in your top five. And you put Serge Ibaka, who didn't get a name till after you left, 
Now you I, took I, the I still at think that was a. I still think that was an honest mistake, though, because yeah, he doesn't think about mistake. Russ. Nah. He doesn't. I only nah. say that because he doesn't think about Russ no more. You you know, like he moved on, bro. Nobody wanted to accept the fact that he just moved on from it. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't you can find move on. You can never speak to the man again. You cannot take away his talent. He was okay, the second yeah, best person. Next Nobody's to taking today. that away. But look at the question that was asked by Gilly. The question was your favorite teammates to play with. It wasn't best players. It was favorite. So just because Russ was one of the best doesn't mean he's immediately a favorite. You know what I'm saying? So like that. Yeah. That's why I think it's an honest mistake. If but he doesn't that favor the only playing question. with him, the other question was, "Who is your top five players you played with?" Yeah, yeah. No, on now on that end, yeah, you're you're right. But it was a it was a double question. That's what I'm saying. Like when you hear it back, he was asking your favorite people to play with, and then he came behind and was like, "Okay, your top five you play whatever." But if you just go off your favorites, that's what he was thinking first. Sergi Baca is probably one of his favorite people to play with. Can't take it from him. I mean, Sergi Baca, the same with Kawhi now. So I I I get it. I still think it was an honest mistake, but I don't know, man. Yeah, but you can validate that honest mistake when you don't right afterwards take shots to Steph Curry. You named one of your favorite players to play with. That's what just I mean. Like, Jordan what, on Devin where, is your direction? where are you going with all of this? Like, what does this do for you? Are you trying to get this Jordan mentality where you create drama with other people? Does it rouse you up to get? No, who cares about that? Maybe that was good back then. Now you just look dumb. Yeah, I mean, media the, the way it is now, huh? Yeah, the, the way it is now, and how the media transforms everything, like the whole Michael Rappaport was KD thing, that was stupid as fuck. Rappaport should have kept that shit to himself. Like you, you just I, made yourself an mm, enemy. Okay, hold you, on. Now, once hold, you threaten my wife, it's it's a different situation after that. It yeah, that's, that is different. But if you, but if y'all talk like that on a normal to each other. Regard, like, come on now, y'all talk like this on the normal. You know what I'm he saying? He claims like, they don't. He claimed they don't. Man, he claimed they did too, and he apologized for it. So wait, that's what I'm it, saying. It, Which one is it? Yeah, right. You can't, you can't, you can't be on both sides of a fence. If you want one white fence and one brown fence, pick one, bro. Like, but you, it's you also, it's also a concept where it's just like with me, you can joke and say whatever you want about me. All you want, I'm gonna take it ha ha he he. But the moment you mention my mother, my wife, my children, we're out of the space of jokes because now you're getting way that. too personal. I agree with that. I so think that's that... why I, I, I would, I don't disagree with what he did, but I do agree with how he felt and why he did it. I agree. Any man, you know, we can talk about me all you want. I don't like the pussy word. That that for me, I don't like. But I've learned to all right, chill, give you a warning, relax, okay. But the moment you start getting threatening to the closest females I love, nah. Now we are in a different, we're in a different atmosphere after that. And some black people may handle that themselves, and some white people may call them numbers and let them handle. Or in his case, he exposed it. Uh, that was a, a, a dumbass move, but I get it. No, I definitely get it. I just think that he shouldn't apologize after doing it because it was like, bro, you basically did it for attention. Then you tried to be relevant. And it's as, in this day and age, point, people yeah. 
people people do shit for relevancy at this point in day and age. That's why I think it was a, a issue more than it should have been. Like, should Katie have said she's about his wife? No, not at all. Like, I'm I am completely in compliance with that. I agree with that, and I stand on that same moral ground that you do with that. I just think that you know there has to be levels to holding people accountable, especially celebrities. Like, bruh, if you entice this shit and you said some, like you just said, you don't like the word pussy. If there's a word KD don't like, regardless of how you know he grow, it don't matter. There's certain shit you just don't cross. You don't cross certain boundaries. If there was a word in that that Rappaport said that pissed KD off, and KD felt like, okay, if we get into that point, then I'm gonna just say what I want. So, you know, that that's where I'm kind of like, all right, bro, neither one of y'all should have did either. Cause it's just like y'all bickering for no fucking reason at this point. Right. Like, don't don't cross my boundaries, I don't cross yours. I think that's fuck exactly that, what happened. But, but in the same breath, though, fuck that. Because Michael Rappaport be saying whatever the fuck he want, bro. Like, he be coming off. Yeah, like a dickhead. So don't, don't get mad when somebody clap back at you. Don't, don't, don't yeah, try but to play see, all, don't but try to get all it's, defensive now. It's fine. But Michael Rappaport takes shots at that person, said person, KD. He's not mentioning KD's mom. not mentioning KD's whoever the female is dealing with at the time. Or if yeah, he has kids, but again, he mention that. But again, like you just said, there's a word. You have a word boundary. If KD also has a word boundary, respect him enough to not cross the boundary. That's that's just like hey, you man. know, if if you if somebody say I left you a pussy, you immediately gonna get mad and snap off. If you if I'm right. in your face and, and I'm gonna immediately you, and I'm going to you, you address off on me. the situation. Whether it's I yeah. lashed out or not, I address the situation. If but KD there, got a word that you don't cross, like you. And that's the problem. Well, yeah, if yeah, that, if yeah, he yeah. had a word and that triggered him, and instead of him addressing it, you go back and forth. So you can't get mad at Michael Rappaport thinking that this is still jokes. Because now you're going back and forth with me thinking it's still jokes. And now you cross the boundary talking about my wife, and I told you, hold on. Now nah, we don't speak like that. Right. So if you didn't address that previously before it got further into that moment. And I wound up addressing it. I can't necessarily say that he's wrong for feeling the way he felt. Now, if KD said, "Yo, bro, let's not talk like that," I he, if he would kept going, then he's absolutely in the wrong. But if KD don't address it and continues to edge it on as if you're going back and forth, the so-called friendly banter, then he can't get mad when you mention someone else's wife and then be like, "All right, chill." Now, now it's enough. Cause I addressed it later instead of you dressing it earlier. So yeah, of course this image looks worse because oh you can't do that if you sit there and do this all the time. But yeah, I take shots at you as much as I take shots at the Eagles. I take shots at the Eagles. I ain't speaking on the Eagles' wife and all of that. I don't because that's not uh I don't know that situation right. to speak on it. Right, right. But I can joke on you all the time. Now yeah. if I get to a point where you be like, yo, bro, chill. All right, my bad. But if you still joking back and forth with me, I don't know where your cutoff switch is at. But you will know where mine is. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that because that 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 is exactly what I'm saying. I, I think that, and this is the obvious because we know Kevin Durant has been labeled as sensitive, having burner accounts, so he just feel away because he feel away. I think that there has to be a point in his life where he understands what his triggers are and he needs to be able to tell people, yo, that triggers me, chill out. The same way he came for Shannon and got mad at Shannon blocking him, but it's like, bro, you say shit out of line. Like, 
don't get mad people are checking you when you try to check others too. That's that's what it, it boiled down to. So that's you make a good point on that one. Like a really good then point. he just does the little sneaky sucker shit. Like right? just it sometimes leave alone. That's how he that's how he is. His, I mean, and I mean no disrespect to nobody in his life, but how he was brung up plays a part into that. One thing we talk about all the time, uh, wow. usually in a black household or in generational curses, you know, quote unquote, is learnt behavior. If you learned that growing up, it's gonna be hard for you to unlearn it if you've just done it your whole life, no matter how good or bad it is. If you grew up that way thinking you could say whatever you want out your mouth with no consequence and ain't nobody ever punched you in your goddamn mouth, then that's a consequence you've never faced before. You know what I'm saying? You're not accustomed to it. So if nobody's ever punched him in his mouth for saying some slick shit out of his mouth, he gonna keep doing it. It's just how he is. It's a learned behavior. It sucks. It shouldn't be that way, but somebody got to punch him in his damn mouth. And the sad part is, it can be no one else but someone else on his statue. Exactly. It can't be any random individual. It got to be somebody at his level or higher. That's it. And I wouldn't say Rappaport was at his level, but if you were a celebrity, you were a celebrity. It just is what it is. Like, whether you A-list, B-list, I don't care. Celebrity is celebrity. LeBron LeBron got to dick that nigga in the mouth just for him to understand. Or he got to be Andre Drummond and Dodo. <laughs> like, like shit in the game. Yeah, hey, Drummond can't even come to Norfolk, man. Hey, bro, bro, everybody is joking right now for us. Yeah, John Drummond apparently can no longer come to Virginia. <laughs> he tried to go at Dorian Finney-Smith last night, uh, and Dorian's from Portsmouth, so, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to just leave that there. That, that That's funny to me. He squared up with this man because he tried to grab him to stay balanced and not fall on the court. Like, bro, all he did was grab your shorts and try to stay up. about the whole state? God damn. Bro, listen, oh, Facebook oh, and Twitter. He can't even come to DC. The entire state has banded together and be like, yo, fuck Andre Drummond. You don't fuck with niggas from the 757. That's what they saying, bro. I'm we just a messenger, bro. <laughs> we just a messenger, man. Um, yeah. And you speaking of uh speaking on the NBA and speaking on stuff, uh this just came out recently, and I didn't know this, and I'm kind of shocked uh, even watching the Suns play the Nets right now. Chris Paul turned down a trade to the 76ers in the offseason. Uh, Legion Hoops came out and was like, you know, Chris Paul, the OKC Thunder were working on a trade with the 76ers, but they asked Chris Paul, would you want to go here? Chris Paul turned them down and said, send me to Phoenix. So that's how Chris Paul... You know, coming from the argument last week about, you know, star, superstar, MVP. That's why that happened. So Chris Paul wanted to go play in Phoenix with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. He didn't want to go play with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. So I guess my question is, why would you not want to go to Philly? Not even, not even just as a point guard, but more as just in general, why would you not want to go to Philly? Because you don't like Doc. You know, I totally, I totally spaced that Doc was the head coach for a second. I forgot. Yeah, he got beef with Daryl Morey. Yeah, you know, that's crazy when you think about it. Daryl Morey's in Philly, Doc is in Philly, and they wanted Chris Paul back, both of them. That's actually kind of crazy. Wow. I didn't think about that. Uh, That's literally the reason. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be. That's a that's a good point. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. Uh, speaking about trades. Back. Speaking about trades, uh, Kansas City finally made a move. Orlando Brown won an out of Baltimore. He is on his way to Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City has given up their first round pick, pick 31 overall, a third rounder, which is pick 94, a fourth round pick, 136, and a 2022 fifth round pick in exchange for Orlando Brown, a 2021 second round pick, which is number 58 overall. They've dropped 27 spots uh, and a 2022 sixth round pick. I'm kind of confused. I was talking with Dame on Twitter and I was kind of confused as to why the Ravens are sending a second I'm trying, I'm trying to understand, okay, you didn't want to give him up for cheap. Orlando Brown it is. You didn't want to give him up for cheap. But you're sending him and a second basically for a first? Like, I'm going back to my Madden trade committee days. This is a trade committee trade right here. This is a Madden trade. Why the hell are the Ravens sending a second? I'm, I'm kind of flustered Unless on that. It's not, their, it's not their original second. And it's probably going to be a later pick anyway. Uh, let me go confirm that. So, like, yeah, it's pick 58. Um, I believe that's the original spot for Baltimore anyway, because they have uh, they now have two first round picks. They have 27 and 31. Uh, 58 was Baltimore's original pick. Baltimore only had the one first, the one second round pick, but now Kansas City ends up with two seconds. Uh, and an all-pro left tackle now to replace the injured Eric Fisher, who was cut this offseason. Um, I love the move. I think it's smart for them to get him on a fifth-year option, especially being that he replaced Ronnie Stanley, another all-pro left tackle, and he made it known, like, left tackle is where I want to be at. I don't want to play right tackle no more. And he goes to a not only a Super Bowl champion team, but a Super Bowl loser. Like, they were just in the fucking Super Bowl. He going to protect Pat Mahomes' blind side. So I love the deal personally. Um, what about you guys? Man, this is more. You wanted them, didn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, do you think 21? Okay, so if, if it was Indy, what would your frame, knowing what you know now about the framework, what would your framework be if you were Chris Ballard? As far as the tree? Yeah. Mm. What, what what would your you you're getting let's let's just say you're Indy and I'm Baltimore. I'm willing to give you Brown in a second, but what are you giving me? Hmm. Number 21 for Trent Brown. Hmm. Orlando Brown. Trent Brown went back to the Orlando pages, Brown. by the way. Okay. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> but um, see that's tough because that's number twenty one. Yeah, you're you're going up an entire ten spots, so you're you're. That's why I asked that. That's ten spots that can like change your franchise in a sense. We know that they got they traded up with the Vikings that year, I think, to go get a uh, Lamar. So ten spots is a lot, a lot. And they told him about Rishon Slater might drop to the later portion of the draft. Yeah, I don't think I right. give up my first one. Because Rishon Slater is Orlando Brown younger. And he's falling down the draft boards like crazy right now. 
Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's- yeah, I don't understand that either, but, you know, I guess we'll see Thursday, so. But, yeah, no, I wouldn't give up my 21. Nothing. Especially, has Mitchell Schwartz been signed yet? Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher are both still free agents. Uh, Fisher is fielding calls from teams right now, uh, but neither of them have been signed, as far as I know. Uh, the latest news in the NFL right now, Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward got their fifth-year options, worked on and exercised by Cleveland, and Fisher is getting calls from teams and is somebody to keep an eye on after the draft. That's the that's what they're saying right now. Definitely. If need be, you can always pick one of them up, better and minimum. Test them out under the left tackle position and see what we come up with. If we don't think Rishon Slade is ready. Yeah, I think it'd or be interesting find to see. Like Gregory Rousseau still sitting there. Yeah. Uh, because now it's come out that the Niners have officially picked their player. Uh, so I still think it's Mac Jones. I don't know why you trade up the three to get Mac Jones, but yeah, yeah. So apparently they had a neutral situation, a neutral setting, and they have all come to a consensus on the player that they want. Uh, we always say it here on the pod when we talk about this draft right now, that's Thursday, by the way. Um, we know Sunshine Lawrence is going one. Zach Wilson is pretty much going two. It's a debate at three between Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones for the Niners. And I'm going to stick to Mac Jones. I don't know if seeing the pro days for Trey Lance and Justin Fields change their minds or whatnot. But do you – if okay, let me – I'm going to ask this this way. I'm going to make it interesting right quick. Left, you're my head coach. G, you're my GM. I'm the owner. Which quarterback do you want at three and why? It don't matter who go first. For the Niners? Out of, out of Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones, those are the only ones on the board. Out, if you're my head coach, the left, three pick. play the damn game. <laughs> I am. I didn't even want to be the number three pick. But I was happy okay. where I was because I wanted Mac Jones. Well, you're not Shanahan, so let me let me not do that. But yeah, as my but if we can't trade out, if we have to pick, there's one second on the clock. You're my head coach. Who and why? I still mm. like Jimmy. I don't want none of this. This is something y'all got going on. I want Jimmy. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that Lefts is saying this when he hates Jimmy Garoppolo. That that says a lot. <laughs> That says a lot, to be real with you. That says a lot. Because remember when we did this pod and we ranked those NFC West quarterbacks and he put Jimmy four. Let's not forget that's about how this. You know, that's how you know. That's how you real. know. That's how you know. See, man, that's crazy. Man, I'm still trading Jimmy in this pick and getting Deshaun Watson. That's fucking crazy. You know what? That's 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 nuts. I, I, I hate that's- you. That's what I want. I'm Fuck taking you, this pick since we built this up to the number three. The stock value is high. I'm trading this pick to Houston along with Jimmy. Or if we can keep Jimmy and you can take this number one straight up for Deshaun, since this value is supposedly down by now. Take this one straight up and, and we good. Now I got Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo. Trade Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe to the Patriots. 
get their first round pick because they desperate. Well, someone's going to be desperate for Jimmy. Squeeze number one out of it. I'm back in the draft later yeah. on and get me another receiver, another lineman, whatever I need to get to add on to this team. Well, that's a that's a nice little twist on it. I actually like that. Can't I can't get mad at that. That was that was a different approach than I was expecting. Uh from the head coach, nonetheless. You know, Bill O'Brien, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> G, you're my GM. Love One second on the clock. What's what's I'm I guess I'll change it and since we since we did that. What's your state of play? What what's your move? You're at three, you want a quarterback, what do you do? Oh man, because I don't know how much I trust San Francisco with our offensive line. Okay, let me ask you. Are we working on building our line too in this draft? Our line Owner is solid line. already. We have we have Joe Staley. We got uh, Trent as our left back. tackle. What well, no, no, yeah, we we Joe Staley retired. We brought Trent Williams back. Mike McGlinsky's our right tackle that we drafted a couple years ago. Uh we signed a couple guys inside. That was a great pass, Chris Paul. I'm so sorry, guys. That was beautiful just now. Um, but we have a solid outside. We can protect our quarterback from the outside. We can't defend Aaron Donald. There's not a, a top prospect on the inside that we can draft at three. We know we want a quarterback. We want to build for the future and compete and be able to take over the division once Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford eventually move on because they're getting older. So what's All your right, play so if you're the GM? If I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and take Matt Jones then because I think that because of the way the game is played now, we are undervaluing the the strength of a pocket passer. That's why I asked about how, how good is my line. How good is my line going to be this year? Because I think, obviously, Matt, outside of Trevor Lawrence, Matt Jones is the most accurate quarterback because he's literally a pocket passer. He's a traditional quarterback. You can't go wrong with that in the right system. The only – just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to be a run-and-gun team as well. Pocket passers are still winning. A pocket passer just won the Super Bowl. So I'm taking Matt Jones. He has a very good upside as long as he can stay protected because I know he is not that good on the feet. Matt Jones hit three for me. Can't get mad at that. I like that. I'd rather deal with what I know. I like, I like both of those different outcomes. I like that. Yeah, be, me being the owner, I think Luff made a, a solid – he kind of sold me a little bit. The only thing that's really tricking me off right now is keeping two quarterbacks making over $250 million together. Yeah, oh, nah, no, just, he's not going to be there for no more than maybe 48 outs. Calls are already being made for him once this deal is done. Okay, that, okay now I feel better. You know, okay, we, cool. If we get in the lab with it and make it for then I'm probably not going to take Mac Jones if I can – I'll take something better. I don't – me personally – like, for the fun of the game, I was going to take Matt Jones. But me personally, like Left said, I still like Jimmy G. I still feel like – I don't feel like – see, the problem is he can't stay healthy. And the best ability mm-hmm. is availability. If he isn't there, I mean, how good is he? That's the problem, Left. Like, you you like you like a, a healthy Jimmy. But look at what I just said about the offensive line. Like, if they have old line problems, then you're looking at another injury riddle season. Okay, let's let's well you could have just had Matt Jones at this point. Let's let's all be clear. I do not like Jimmy G. I was just acting. Jesus Christ. It's gonna be the Niners are on the clock. The Niners trade Houston Texas. By the time the Cincinnati pick get, 
the, the Niners have traded Jimmy G to whatever team they traded him to for that. Could we going right back in the first round? Okay, so I, I I guess here here's the question then, right? I love the point you just brought up, even though for you it's fuck Jimmy G. I like Jimmy G. I've always liked him. Uh, in the bottom half of the draft, there are maybe three teams that can take a quarterback and they would be okay with trading for this quarterback. The Bears. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm so well, glad right you read in, Right in that spot. Right with the Bears. Yeah, number 20. That's what I would – you're right. But, but, okay, so give me a trade framework then. What what else am I giving up and getting? Because if I'm Chicago, I just wasted $10 million on Andy Dalton. Uh, I got to pay Allen Robinson, I believe, $14.6 million for a franchise tag. Khalil Mack is getting buku money. You just cut Kyle Fuller because you were broke. So who who else is leaving? Who else is helping I'll me create Andy. cap space? I'll take Andy. I mean, I don't think they're gonna give get Andy like that. I think you gotta well not necessarily that you, but like I think the Bears have to look at other options of giving something up to create that cap flux to get Jimmy G and his well, twenty five million average value. With, uh giving up Roquan. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard Roquan being on the block. I've heard Anthony Miller, the wide receiver, being on the block. Uh, okay. I've heard Give nothing about Tariq. In that 20 I've heard G. nothing about. I've heard nothing about uh, Tariq Cohen coming off the ACL injury at all. So that'll be interesting. Maybe uh, maybe Tariq is on the block. They like Montgomery. I mean, we got most most starts, so we we really good on one of that. We well, yeah, you got you got. On. Well, you you got Mostert and Tevin Coleman. Uh, you gave up Matt Breida to the Dolphins last year, so you mm-hmm. you kind of do. And I think Jared McKinnon is a free agent, or he's gone. I don't even know which one. I uh, mean, we can get some scraps later on once the season starts. Speaking, hold on. Speaking of that, though, speak, speaking of that, have y'all been keeping up with mock drafts lately? Uh, I have. Not I the most recent ones. Okay. So my question is this: the Bills are at thirty. Why the fuck is everybody almost have the Bills taking a running back? Because that's their most dire need. That's a safe. But they just okay. Yeah, that's a. They just signed Matt Breida. Hold on, though. But hold on, though. They just signed Matt Breida, who was a free agent after the Dolphins didn't keep him. Zach Moss got drafted, I think, last year or the year before that, and then so did Devin Singletary. You ain't even giving your guys a chance, and you're gonna go get another one to have a four running back room. I mean, honestly, at that pick. If they feel like their team is solid and they don't really need anything, that's the safest thing you can always get is a running back. Because you can you can pin a running back as a return there. They got Taiwan Jones for that. That that's why I'm upset about it. They they have every they have every reason to not pick a running back. They really should trade out the pick. Cause there's nothing unless they go for an edge rusher. They need somebody to compliment Ed Oliver. What Jerry Hughes is getting old. You, you could go receiver. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders ain't really gonna help you too much. Did Melvin Sanders Ingram and Cole sign? Beasley? Who? Melvin Ingram. No, he's a free agent. So like their their D line is Mario Addison, Vernon Butler, Brian Cox, AJ Epinesa, the second round pick from last year, Starla Tuile, Ed Oliver, Harrison Phillips, and Jerry Hughes. Really, those are the main primary guys. I'm in the a little rotation. interested as to why. Melvin Ingram has signed. Probably money. But Jadavian Clowney did. Pro- probably money. More, more than likely, money. 
because Melvin Ingram had a hefty ass contract last season and he just was not playing up to that level. So I, I would say that's why, but right now he's still a free agent. Nobody's picked him up. Uh, his last contract, he signed a four year deal in 2017 for 66 million. And I think he uh, had an opt out and he opted out. And that's why he's a free agent. Unless they counted the 2017 season as part of that four years. So then he just, this was his last year on that deal. There's still people out there. And they go finesse their way. For sure. I definitely agree. Um, speaking about finesse, though, and this is like the last thing I got for NFL, at least. Um, we finally can do the Matt and Jersey number thing in real life now. Um, you know, it. so wide receiver, running back, tight end, and running back includes fullbacks and halfbacks can go to numbers 1 to 49 and 80 through 90, 80 through 89. DBs can do 1 to 49. LBs can do 1 to 59 and 90 to 99. Offensive line is 50 to 79 now. They got a couple extra numbers, I believe. Uh, defensive line is 50 to 79 and 90 to 99. Uh, the one thing about this that is the negative is that right now, if you try to change your number, to a single digit number, depending on how good you are, you have to pay for your entire Jersey stock to be able to change <laughs> your number. Uh, Dalvin hilarious. Cook, Dalvin Cook is a notable example because this was put on Instagram. You would have to, Dalvin Cook would have had to pay $1.5 million to buy all his jerseys that have the number 33 on it before he could switch to number four, the number he wore in high school and college. One of this, that includes pre-orders. It just say the stock. It just say the inventory. It don't say nothing about nothing else. Mm. It just say whatever we got in stock already made, you got to buy us out. And if you don't buy us out, you got to wait till next season to apply again so that we won't make can, these jersey numbers. I can respect that, though, actually. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm not mad at That's it. Fair. Yeah, I'm not mad at it either. I just think that, you know, the players are going to be a little upset because the rookies get to come in and immediately do this now. So imagine, let's say, Patrick Sertain. What did he wear? Like number two, I think, at Alabama or something like that. So he can immediately come in wherever he goes and be single digit. And he can take somebody else's number that wanted to switch. I just think that is going to kind of set – I don't think it'll set a bad tone for certain people, but you know how people are with bad taste in their mouth. They just – they always got to feel some kind of way. You know what I mean? But it so, shouldn't because ultimately, no matter how long you've been in the league, you've been making money off your jersey. Mm-hmm. Now you want to change your number. They didn't make the number off their jersey yet. They haven't made a dime. You've made millions yeah. of dollars off your jersey sales. Like, you can't complain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I just think when you look at it, that that is – I don't think it should be $1.5 I mean, that just means he got a lot of jerseys in stock. That's what that must mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you say, the player is how many jerseys are going to be produced. Yeah, That's so just a, just a, just fucking just imagine. Where's ranking on the jersey list? I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know. But, like yeah, but okay, so that's what I was going to say, right? Based off of ranking, like Dalvin Cook, would you say he's a top five running back, right? Arguably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so maybe yeah. maybe number five, maybe number four. So you you got to look at who's ahead of him, though. So if he costs one point five million. What the oh, fuck Derek is Henry Derek Henry is, shit? He's five million. Yeah, Derek Henry is at least five. Because if he want to go to just two, like, bruh, that 
that shit has got to be at least five million. Because he's yeah, the yeah, best yeah, running back in the, in the he's the rushing leader. He just had two thousand yards on the ground. Like, bro, his shit got to be crazy. He's the best back in football, so he's arguably gonna have to pay about five. Yeah, I'm about to go and look up Jersey's and how much Tennessee it costs. Titans fans, but there's a lot of fans of Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, about, I'm about to look up the price for uh, running backs because that is that is that is a, a good point. That's really crazy. They don't let you do it by position. That's kind of whack to filter. All right, so a Joe Burrow limited edition jersey for the new ones that came out are 150. Uh, a Tom, ba- a Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey is 120, and so is a Josh Allen regular jersey. So regular jerseys that are not limited edition look to be 120. Any quarter, it's quarterbacks. Alvin Kamara has a white jersey that's up there for 120. So if you got $120 for a jersey and you got to pay 1.5 million, yeah, that's kind of crazy. You hot. Man, that's at least 12,500 stock of jerseys, bro. If you divide it out that way, 12,500 jerseys at least. And that's just if it's $120. So I'm assuming now that because they even got Kenny Galladay giant jerseys up here. And he's wearing number 19 for the Giants, apparently. I never liked that number, 19. It's weird. It's a weird fucking Mark number. Even, even, even being uh, an adult, becoming 19 years old was a weird-ass number. So I don't yeah. remember that. <laughs> yeah, he wears 19 now. I'm at that point where I don't remember some of my ages. I don't remember being 19 with that star on his head giving you nightmares. That's why you don't like the number. Yeah, who nightmares? Or Amari Cooper. You You know what's crazy? This man has never caught 10 touchdowns in a season. Oh, Amari? Yeah. He's got 4,000 yard seasons. His best year was 2019. But he's never had 10. His highest is eight. Because he's terrible in the end zone. He don't know his left and right in the end zone. <laughs> He's good running north and south, but when he comes to that close space, Amari is horrible. I am so weak. Seems to show out against Philly, though. I don't know understood that. Yeah, who knows, man? Who who knows, man? What is you know, Philly there's rumors now? of uh, the Raiders, and that's why I was bringing up that point earlier about Jimmy G. Apparently, if a quarterback falls to 17, the Raiders are looking at potentially drafting a quarterback. Oh, man. Who, who, who okay, so we know wide receiver-wise, you, you, are, you arguably have Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase one, arguably, right? Jalen yeah. Waddle is third. And then it just trickles down from there. Like Rashad Bateman is probably like four. It just trickles down. But quarterback-wise, like the consensus seemed to be, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. And then third is just like a field of fuckery. Because you can say Trey Lance if you want to go raw prospect. You can say Justin Fields if you want to go another raw prospect, but he's mobile as fuck. And then Mac Jones is there at five. Uh, And then Kyle Trask is somewhere like in the second or third round probably. Mm Mm-hmm. The question is that I think four QBs go top 10. But when you right. look at that run from 10 all the way through like 16, nobody needs a quarterback but New England. Maybe. But do you waste a first round draft pick on a quarterback if you're New England? Probably not. So if, there, between... if, if a good one slips, then yeah, you have to if you need it. 
Yeah, like I think it like I'm not even being funny. If Justin Fields is at 15, if he's there at 15 and I'm Belichick, I might take that chance. Cause I've seen right. what Cam can that's do for me. Best chance. But I've seen what yeah, Cam can do for me. See, and I can't say him, it's not a no-brainer. Skill set to learn from Cam would be his best bet. Yeah, I think, yeah I that would. You need a. Yeah, that's there. a good point to make. Okay, so so let me ask this then: If Fields is there at fifteen, but so is Jalen Waddle, you taking a receiver or you taking a quarterback? If you're Belichick, taking Fields, taking Fields. As much before, as you, I know what. Even the later me, I don't know how long Cam is going to be able to give me his best on the field. I, I dig that. I dig that entirely. And he's young enough at this moment and in this humble spirit where I can get Justin Fields and he's going to put him under his wing. You've seen how media trained he was his whole entire season. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I can get him under the wing, teach him the ropes, learn the NFL, learn that skill set. I start to create this playbook around Cam and testing it out to see what plays I can incorporate just to field. You know what's a good point, too, with you saying that just now with him changing the playbook for Cam? Josh McDaniels was in Denver when he drafted Tebow, right? Mm hmm. So if he had to draft a, he had to draft something for Tebow at one point, he should be able to do the same exact thing for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Especially if Belichick retires in the next five to ten years. You wanted something with that one. You you wanted something. You, Usually yeah. if, if any NFL GM ever hears our podcast, specifically this episode, please give this man a call and get his ass in a GM room or something because he needs it. Let's <laughs> be on fire. I'm, I want to know what going... the Eagles are doing. What is this con- quarterback controversy I got going on? Yes, yeah, you would know because the nigga came from the Colts. You would know. The thing is, left. I don't even know where this came from. Like, bro, we this, were just this is like, we, we have it's to a point where our owner is way too involved in the decision making. Like, we are all over the place. We 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 brought uh, in we brought in this new coaching staff to help Carson Wentz. Did we trade Carson Wentz? We, then we trade Carson Wentz. Then we say, okay, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy. Now we don't even know if Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy. Now we, we, we are potentially going to be starting Joe Flacco week one. Bro, I don't have time. I just wanted to take a defensive if back. you I want, motherfuckers I start Joe Flat Dick, I swear to God, I'm going to Philly myself. Hey, hey, I'm going to round up EDP and the fact up. that he's a fucking child predator, and I'm going to take him to Jeffrey Lurie, and I'm going to slap the shit out of him myself. Why but the, the thing fuck? Is, Hall of Famer. The thing is, I want the Shut kid up, from South Carolina. I think he's the best defensive back in the zone. I think he's the most physical 1v1. He's ready for that 1v1 action right now. I want him. Yeah, I think, I think J.C. Horn opposite – Darius Slay would be good. I I love that. Honestly, that's what that. we need. We can score points. We've never okay, had a so okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. To go so, from trading your franchise quarterback to keep this guy to bitching him for some guy we never heard of to you know shipping mean? out your franchise player to now saying you signing Joe Flacco to have a quarterback competition. 
Left. He what came the from the Colts. Is- what more? What, bro, you should know that's, this. Uh, that's not him. But I, I, I guarantee <laughs> that's not him. It's the owner. It is the owner. He's way too involved in the decision making. Way too involved. Because this is what happens. This is what happens. This is what happens. Like, why what did we win that? Doing? Philly what won that Super Bowl and ain't been right since, coaching man. Staff. We brought a new coaching staff to help Wentz just to trade Wentz. Like, I'm still on that. Jeffrey Lurie won that Super Bowl and ain't been the same since. I can understand that. You had to trade him. It hurts to take that 41 cap, but you had to trade him. But this, now it's like, okay, you got rid of Doug because of this. You got rid of Harson. You thought you got rid of the top 60 in your franchise, and then now you're starting to do this. So once you get Ah. rid of the, the, the problem that you thought you had, there's a common denominator. His owner, he got a Jerry Jones in Philly. Oh, no, 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 whoa, 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 no, we're not doing that. No, Jerry Jones being GM and owner is totally different than Jeffrey Lurie just being owner trying to play GM. That's disrespecting Jerry Jones, if you ask me. Shit, motherfucking double dutching in the same game, bro. Why, okay, why, how, why hire Howie Roseman? If you're just gonna try to be Jerry Jones, that's that's the only I question. I don't know. I, listen, something in the steak sauce. I don't know, bro. Not I don't have no sauce. idea what's going on up there. <laughs> Not the steak sauce, though. Love. Jesus, the hardest division in the league. Hard-headedest one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's bad, man. If watch this division, I'm gonna cry. This is gonna be hysterical. They may, bro. They have the most. They have the most complete team. I mean, they just. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I, I have an argument much against as that. I love Fitz. Fitz has a, I have an argument Fitz against is... that. Before you do that. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. I was actually about to say the New York Giants are probably gonna okay. Because I okay, as long as you caught yourself, okay. Yeah, yeah. I caught, that's I, all I, I, I care myself, about. That's okay, bro. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. I caught myself. I, like, okay, the, before the. Or complete. Before the Galladay signing, I was with you. But yeah, with the Galladay exactly. signing, I have to change my mind because, <sighs> l- no, okay, I'm not saying because of Galladay left. Let me, before you come for my neck, I'm not saying because of Kenny Galladay. I'm saying, <laughs> hold on, let me, let me, let me give him a point and then you can, you can rebuttal me, right? You had James Bradbury come over from the Panthers and have the best season of his career. He was a shutdown corner by many people's words. Not my words, not your words, just theirs, right? Okay. You bring in Logan Ryan to play safety, and that kind of worked out for your defense, right? All right. Leonard Williams being a dog, doing his thing, getting double teamed, cool. All right. You kind of got your linebacker room a little bit okay. DeAndre Baker is probably not going to play for you anymore. I don't even know if they cut DeAndre Baker based on what happened this offseason. I think they did. Uh, When him and Quentin Dunbar got caught robbing people in Florida. Like, nigga, you in the NFL. Why are you robbing – Anyway, Chico, that's what you are now. Uh, you went and got a Dory Jackson, who wasn't horrible, but he helped shore up your defensive room. You also, you get Saquon back. So when I'm looking at the Giants compared to the, the football team, wow, the football team, that sounds so fucking horrible to say. Anywho. No, they It's like you talk like you forgot who you were talking about. Like, oh, yeah, that's that football team. <laughs> Exactly. Coyotes. They about to be yeah. 
I feel like the name so is you, actually going to be crazy. I feel like they're going to come up with a really good name. I so you, you, you have, and this is not really a big name signing, by the way. John Ross is not a big name by any means. You have John Ross, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, and Saquon Barkley all on offense. Okay. And turnover Tommy. Uh-huh. See, I wasn't going to – I didn't mention his name. Why are you doing this? Why, why I didn't mention his name either. I just said turnover Tommy. Jesus fucking Christ. Whoever that name. Giants fan is that left is going to get crucified by, please crucify him again because I said nothing about Danny Dimes. I said something now, but I wasn't going to mention no quarterback names. I you brought the quarterbacks up. Tommy. Y'all put two and two together. I ain't say his name. Because we know who – bro, niggas listen to consecutive episodes. Everybody know you're talking about Danny. I ain't say his name. <laughs> Just be real. Fuck it. Anyway, but when I compare that to the over. when I compare that to the other side, the only thing I give Washington is a better defensive front. That's it. Ryan Kerrigan's gone. He's no longer in that room. You got Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. Uh, there's another person I'm not thinking about on that defense. I can't think of who the fuck it is. And they just did William Jackson. That's why I'm gonna go to the I'm going to go to DBs because I can't think of the other defensive linemen. I'm looking at the team now, actually. Uh Matt Ionitis. That's what I'm thinking about. And Chase Young. How the fuck I forget Chase Young? That's what I'm thinking about. So yeah, your front four, front five, you can run a five-two and be good. Cool. Then you look at it. You have Greg Stroman, you have William Jackson, you have Kendall Fuller, Landon Collins coming off injury, Troy Apke still like bro. You you good. Your defense is crazy on paper. But then we go to the offense, and that's where my issue is. You got Antonio Gandy-Golden, who really didn't get to do nothing last year. He was hurt, didn't play. You got Terry McLaurin, reunited with Sam uh, Curtis Samuel. So you got two small guys who can play outside and inside. Antonio Gibson was a very bright spot for them last year. And now they've signed okay. Lamar Miller to help him develop because they cut Bryce Love, who didn't play. And your tight end is Logan Thomas. So I definitely think the division is between anybody but Philly. Because we got to make sure Dak can come back and be the same Dak. But Washington has a better defense than anybody in the division. You got the Cowboys whose defense is really going to lack and they need to take a cornerback. They probably will, but they need to take one. But if I had to go right now as of April 25th, April 26th, which is going to come out, I'm going with the Giants winning right now. Just that's where I'm at. I think yeah. the Giants have the best chance. But come draft on Thursday, when we come back next week and do an episode or the next two weeks, I think that'll change based on the full draft. So uh breaking news apparently. Uh <laughs> this is pissing me off because I'm a Yankee fan. The Yankees and the Angels talked about an Aaron Judge trade. Yeah, suck. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, terrible. niggas can't My niggas cannot God. put that the ball. Yeah, niggas cannot that put that like the ball. No, niggas can't, niggas can't even get on the field. Like what? Can't even play. Hey, you're right. Hey, like the I don't listen. I don't know what y'all want me to say. So Bronson, I have to say. Aaron Boone is the worst manager in all of baseball, but you know. Now that team is structured horribly. Because of who? The manager. That's that's why I said what I did. You got Stanton, Judge, Luke Voigt, Glaber Torres, and then it just falls off from there. I mean, you got you, you went and got Garrett Cole, but that don't mean shit if you can't put defense behind them and big bats. Like it doesn't matter. So, right. 
you got the best pitcher in baseball and can't win games. It's not his fault, though. I mean, pitchers are overpaid anyway. Hey, look, all I know is that boy Tatis Jr. is something disrespectfully good. He good for the game, though. He remind me of Mike Trout and Bryce Harper as the same person. I love that. That 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 kid is different. Like, yo, to to and this happened the other day. I think it was the 22nd. Him and his dad hit two home runs versus the Dodgers on the same day, 22 years apart. They're calling yeah. it Fernando Tatis Day. That's crazy. Yeah, he ain't you, know his, you know, his dad is the only person to ever hit eight to have eight RBIs in one inning. I did this not know that. Hit, this man hit two grand slams in one inning. He's the only MLB player to ever do that. That's, that's ever. never going to happen again. That's never happening again. You know, you know what's ironic about it? Just for you, though? Just for kicks, right? Guess who he was playing for? <laughs> St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. That's some legendary oh, shit, bro. That nigga fought that against is, That's show. never going to happen again. Yeah, nah, bro. That's some legendary shit. Uh, that can't do that shit. I don't. I don't think we need to worry about giving a quote. We kind of did it in the beginning of the show. No, uh, but I do have a quote. I got a quote for now on. I'm gonna try to have a quote after every episode. Not every episode, but well, I can do that That's once a week. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can have a quote after every episode. Uh, I don't even know what's wrong. Let's start with. All right, I got one. End of the day, there is no right or wrong. It's what people expect versus how you react to it. Ooh. Damn, that's cold. Yeah. Damn, that's cold. That's real cold. Yeah. Wow. Think about it. I mean, there is no right or wrong. I mean, it's always subjective. I mean, who's to say what you're doing is right versus wrong? You know, it's about what people expect from you versus how you expect to react to it. And that That's determines cool. right or wrong. So be yourself. That's, cool. That's that's very cool. I love that. Think about that, love. I'm thinking about how they hoeing me in the show right now. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got this week, folks. We'll see y'all uh either next week or the week after to talk more about the draft. That 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 quote got me like, damn, that's a good one. I love that. That's fire, G. That's real fire. Thanks, man.